So brethren, it's a pleasure being here once again. I would like to say thank you for listening to this segment. And for those that share and give words of encouragement, I would like to say thank you. Now today, I would like to speak about your gifts are precious seeds that always rebound to your needs. Right? And uh, all scriptures will be read from the King James Version Bible. And... The segments today would not be that short, but I'll start. When the Bible says that it is more blessed to give than to receive, it is God's way of letting us know that the door that opens to the storehouse of financial security swings upon the hinges of financial liberty. And although it is a blessing to receive, the greater blessing is reserved for the one who gives. Jesus truly highlighted this law of abundance in one of his teaching sessions, recorded by St. Luke, as the following quote indicates. So I'll be reading from Luke chapter 6, verse 38, which states, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over shall men give unto your into your bosom sorry for with the same measure that ye meet withal it shall be measured to you again so that was luke chapter 6 verse 38 now the apostle paul takes up jesus teaching of luke chapter 6 verse 38 and by the enlightenment of the holy ghost magnifies it in the following text but this i say he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. So that's 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. And to remove all doubts with respect to what he is talking about, he adds in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God love it, a cheerful giver. Brethren, I believe much more teaching on this text should be done in our churches today. For if this principle takes root, the positive financial turnaround that would result will be overwhelming indeed. For the principle that I just shared makes it quite clear that in order to receive, we must first give, G-I-V-E, give. And the amount that one can expect to receive is integrally linked to the quantum that one gives. This fact in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 makes abundantly clear. End time saints. There are those who believe that all they need to do in order to be blessed is to keep repeating the following text, which is taken from Philemon chapter 4, Philippians, sorry, chapter 4, verse 19, which states, 
my goal shall supply all open bracket my need close bracket according to his riches in glory by christ jesus well this may come as a shock to you but god will not supply your needs simply because you constantly repeat that text or that scripture how dare you make such a statement isn't this promise in the bible some persons might ask that question and the answer to those two questions is it is it is promised in the bible however the reason for my saying so is this this promise of blessing is prefaced by a but b-u-t but this tells me that there is a precondition associated with my being able to draw down from god's supply and what is the precondition to which i refer now the following explanation should make it abundantly clear to you my dear brethren now if you read verses 10 15 and 16 which precede philippians chapter 4 verse 19 you would observe no doubt the precondition upon which philippians chapter 4 verse 19 is predicated and i may dare say that the said precondition that obtained then and that which is not required are identical to make it much more simple what the apostle paul wanted to communicate to the philippian saints was this because you supplied my need as verses 10 verse 15 and 16 indicates my god shall supply all your need so brethren what was shared earlier is the basis upon which this philippians chapter 4 verse 19 promise was given and not simply on the basis of their being christians therefore if from this promise you hope to benefit you would do well to do as the philippians did accordingly you will hasten to sow seeds into someone's need and luke chapter 6 verse 38 would work for you and philippians chapter 4 verse 19 you could surely claim too for our god is no respecter of persons now that we have settled this philippians chapter 4 verse 19 score we can now take another look at an earlier part of god's book and study an example that demonstrates this said philippians chapter 4 verse 19 principle for the apostle paul under divine inspiration wrote all scripture is given by inspiration of god <laughs> excuse and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of god may be perfect thoroughly furnished unto all good works as second timothy chapter 3 verse 16 to 17 states for this exercise therefore first kings chapter 17 verses 8 to 16 should be read also 
and it's very instructive indeed. Now, there was Elijah, a prophet of God, being instructed by him to go to a certain widow of Zarephath, whom he had commanded to stain him. So down went Elijah to Zarephath, where he met this widow. For one thing, she had no warehouse with food with which to feed the prophets. As for her pantry, it was virtually empty. For all that she had left was just enough to make for herself and her son. One last meal, after which they were prepared to depart this life. Then came this shocker from Elijah. Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy hand. To this request, the poor widow retorted that such was an impossible task since all she had left was just enough to make one meal for herself and her son, after which they were prepared to die. This was the widow's position. Nevertheless, upon the insistence of Elijah that she prepare a meal for him first, after which she could prepare one for herself and her son, she was prepared to obey the prophet after obviously remembering the law of sowing and reaping. And so she went ahead and prepared his meal. And what was the result of her having sown that seed into Elijah's need? The result, documented for the edification of all humanity, was that God multiplied what she gave to his servants to the extent that she had more than enough for her family's sustenance. Moreover, her abundance lasted until the famine ended, which is in 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 8 to 16. That episode, brethren, surely supports my interpretation of Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Now, the message does not tell the whole story, right? For after she received the blessing in the episode, her son became very ill and subsequently died. The widow then linked her son's death to some former sin and blamed Elijah's presence for her misfortune. Elijah ignored her latest comments, but instead remembered her former kindness. Consequently, he then took her son, carried him to his room, then cried to God. Subsequently, he stretched himself upon the lad three times, then called upon God to restore the child's life. God then hearkened unto him, and the child was restored to his mother. In 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 17 to 23, can be read for confirmation. So from the episode that I just shared, therefore, the underlying principle recorded in Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, has been evidently established for all times. However, before I close this segment, I believe it is quite fitting for us to be reminded that if we earnestly desire to have God's blessings, we must abandon greed and ensure that we sow seeds in other people's needs. After we have done our best, then the blessings of Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 we can surely expect.
For Proverbs chapter 11 verse 25 states, The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall be watered also himself. So, the principle shared today has been validated. Therefore, if in God's abundance you truly desire to live, make sure that you consistently give. For your gifts are surely precious seeds that always rebound to your needs. Therefore, brethren, if you really expect God to supply all your need, I'm going to share this poem and you should surely pay heed. So the poem goes like this. Now, after you have diligently sown many seeds and Satan keeps mocking concerning some need, never to his lies you must ever give heed. For God is committed to supplying your need. So, manfully cast down all doubtful suggestions and constantly confess God's sure declarations. For if you will steadfastly hold your confession, Satan must flee in sure consternation. That if all his blessings you wish to receive, from none of his statutes you'd ever receive. For if to his precepts you ever give heed, God will surely supply all of your needs. So that's the end of my segment today. I will be live next Sunday again, brethren. Brethren, please spend time in the Word. Spend time and read your Holy Bible on a daily basis. There are a lot that is ahead for us. And you can only stand strong, believing and hoping on the promises of God. Strengthen yourselves with His Scriptures. Jesus Christ will be returning and he will be returning soon. Surround yourselves with persons that are on the same path as you so you can all strengthen each other. Brethren, Jesus Christ loves you. I love you. So have a safe and productive week. Bless.